when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did We're you back. Back to even. Thank you for checking out and coming along on this ride with us. It is Monday, November 1st, 2023, which is wild to think about. <laughs> uh, Halloween is over. We got football games being played in the snow, and Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Be grateful for your family, your friends, your faith, your football, and much, much more. Going to do something a little different tonight, which I'm kind of excited about. So without further further ado, or ladu, let's get the show on the road. You know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by the one and only. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Cheers, Benito. What's going on, brother? What up, Jeffrey? Dude, just living. Just living. Living. How are things? How are things? Things are, dude. Things are good. Yeah. Things are good. Uh, last week of football, so Ooh. fighting hard for go out on a high note. And, mm-hmm. You know, getting a little cooler down here, starting to live starting to be the reason why we live here yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. well so. how cool because cool fairmont played a playoff game in the snow i watched yeah i watched some of that that was crazy <laughs> um was awesome yeah the it is awesome let's see today i think was maybe like 75 yeah 75 was a high low 53 nice little breeze Ooh. God, that's the great. Phoenix Metro. That's a that's a crisp, crisp day. Yeah, you, so, s- you see any winter jackets? Uh, I mean a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. some some bigger than regular jackets. Sure. Uh, Tuesday Tuesday the low is fifty, so they'll be out in full force then. So let's see. Well, currently it is thirty. Well, my computer says thirty-one. Watch says twenty-eight. We had a high of thirty-nine today. In a low of 24. Nice. So. Nice. Yeah. You miss it? Yeah. No. Not one bit? Nope. I don't. Uh, it was like 70 degrees earlier last week for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then it snowed. So. Took a turn, my guy. Yeah. It took a dramatic Fucking. turn. Uh, last year, Halloween, I was cruising the hood with some adult bevies in the hand uh, in yeah. short sleeve t-shirt. Crazy. This year? No. Not. I'm gonna have hand warmers, mittens, <laughs> probably yeah. a f- fucking face mask, winter boots, like wool socks. Like it's uh you just a wild twist of events. Yeah, that shit's so wild to me, dude. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Don't yeah. miss it. I'm sure there'll people be uh people here will have hand warmers, I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, sure of it. we're also back in the, back to even heavily invested in the weather forecasts. Correct. Portion of back our podcasting season. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're talking back about. Back to the right. weather. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I could complain, but I'm not going to. I mean, it's it, we don't have any snow on the ground yet, so that's a good thing every day now. So, you didn't get snow? We did not. Nope crazy no nope, no flurries no nothing but i saw the couple screenshots of the fairmont football game and that field was white yeah yeah <laughs> good for them nuts 
That'd be fun. I never, I never played in a snow game. Played in like practiced in snow. Yeah, but never played it while it was snowing. We had one uh, state yeah. tournament junior year against Northfield, and we lost thirteen to seven on a Jesus close the yearbook call. It was a bullshit call, man. But anyways, but it was snowing and it was fun. Like I, I have memories of that. Like and it was the huge chunks, like the huge flakes, yeah, falling right. And so it was just like, wow, this is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. Yeah, Do yeah, you yeah. play any baseball in the snow? <laughs> no. no, he didn't. Well, you know, sometimes early, early season stuff, you might have to throw a little bit in the snow or um, chilly little. Yeah, I mean, it's cold, but not in the snow. I mean, you cancel a game. If I mean, like, if it started to snow during a game, I could see, yeah. you know. I mean, if, if there was ever any accumulation, you would cancel the game. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But it, it's possible for it to start snowing during the game. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So. Never, never ran into that, thank God. That would have been awful. Yeah. Oof. No. Oof. No bueno. No. No, sir. Um, you know what else took a turn today? Yeah. Minnesota Vikings football season. It did. That has taken a wild turn. Um, I, and I'll start. I'll start it by saying this is the armchair quarterbacks wet dream of a scenario right this is where everybody on twitter on facebook on chat boards um podcast hosts this is our super bowl right like the those hardos who are gonna like throw out every single thing that they can think of uh this is this is their this is their super bowl right now right right now So let's get into it, dude. Your thoughts. Um, Didn't get to see any of the game today. Now I'm kind of sad. It might have been the last time you get to see Kirko in a Vikes jersey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not arguably the greatest quarterback the Minnesota Vikings have ever had. Fran Tarkenton would like a word. I get it. Sir. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I would say it. he's a, uh, he's at least second. You could, yeah. you know, people can have an argument. I, I would say probably Fran is one, just because he's in the Hall of Fame. I just have a real hard time put. I get that he's in the Hall, but uh, like especially old school quarterbacks in in that conversation. Yeah, you know, the game has changed. So for sure, Fran was ahead of his time, though, dude. I know he was a scrambler, right? I get it. Yeah. Mike Fran, respect Fran. I'm I'm okay. still just gonna roll with. All right. All right. Also, I never saw Fran play, so I didn't either. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna make you know who made you know who did see him play. Kings, let's win the game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. First get a first down, then get a touchdown. Rock him, sack him, fight, 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 fight. Skull Vikings, run off the score. You hear shit from me. V-I-K-I-N-G-S Skull Vikings Let's go Woo Woo I'll tell you uh, Before we move on The only thing that makes me want to do is be 12 
$15 Miller Lights deep at U.S. Bank Stadium with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, being belligerent drunk at a Vikings game, singing that after a win. <laughs> There's not a whole lot better, and that's all I think of every time. Um, Shout out that, man. We found that clip on Twitter, and guys now here. it's a soundbite. Dude, just light blue denim jeans, no belt. Uh, Thursday Kirk night, Hill. color rush, Kirk Cousins yeah. jersey, tucked in, no belt, and he's wearing loafers, and he's just out in the middle of his street ripping off the school Vikings. So. Uh, that guy loves, uh, I'm going to guess, probably Marlboro Special Blend 27s and Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. Seems like a real, real fun time Midwest guy, you know? Absolutely, he is at your local bar every week, and he is—he's having the—he's actually probably not having the time of his life right oh, now. He's, he's probably extremely upset. He is heartbroken today. Um, yeah, not a good look for that gentleman. Anywho, uh, Kirk Cousins, greatest Minnesota Vikings quarterback I've ever seen. Okay, okay. Um. He—he's done so. Arguably, Achilles I mean, tear. let's let's start there. Let's let's start with because I think there's a there's a hundred things, right? Arguably, sure. could be done as a Viking. Might not be yeah. though. You know, it might be actually great for them to get him cheap. I I think like if you were uh, on the fence on Kirk, whether or not to bring him back, yeah, pre this. Right, a lot of it rode on. Well, you know, you're gonna. He's gonna want a contract. He's playing. You know, he's playing out of his mind. And that's, man. I mean, again, we'll get into it. But he was having a. He really was having a really, really fucking good year. Um, Yeah. And was playing out of his mind. Just absolutely shredded the fucking Forty Niners, which we never got to talk about. Uh, And yeah then this happened so prior to this right it's like okay he's unsigned he's going to be completely unrestricted is he going to ask for more money or would he take a hometown discount or whatever right well now i think you can make a legitimate argument the vikings could probably resign him not at top dollar because he's going to say look i get it you know i'm coming off this injury i don't need 45 million a year i'll sign again for 30 35 Dude, even 30, 35, like that's reasonable. You know what I mean? Like if you looked up the quarterbacks that are making 30, 35 million. All of them. Like he's better than all of them. I agree. You know, to me, like I think you could make an argument. Like I would be okay with him, like signing him at that for like two more years. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I've, I've said that from the beginning. Uh, he's not, I mean, Kirk's not in the top 10 highest paid anymore currently on this current deal. That's just how fast the, the right. money the changes, changes. Sure. you know, like when they signed him, it was like, I couldn't, can't believe. Right. And now it's like, well, okay. So let's see right now on this deal, he's the 15th at 35. So I could see him. I mean, probably at that Geno Smith mark, Ryan Tannehill, 25, 29. I mean, think of that. The Tennessee Titans pay Ryan Tannehill $29 million a year. Right. That's how important a, a quarterback is. Mm-hmm. 
like at, at all. Agreed. It's insane. Um, yeah, dude. I I think he'll come back. I think also. What is Kirko? Let's see. I don't even know. What do you mean? Age wise, three. I think he's yeah, 36. 33. 35. So next year will be 36. There's not a lot of people that are going to be jumping in the waters of a 35-year-old QB coming no. off of Achilles tear. No, no, 100% not, which was part of my, like, prior to this, like, concern with it. And, yeah, I mean, you just saw with Rodgers, right? He suffers the essentially the exact same fucking injury, right? And all the Twitter right. doctors are calling it instantly. Uh, unfortunately, it it is what it is. Um, but like Tom Brady's the unicorn, you know what I mean? You you yep. cannot that can't be your plan when you know the most important position in the league is that age, right? That can't be right. your five year plan. Is to look, I'm older. <laughs> Yeah, shit breaks down really quickly for no reason, and I know these guys yeah. have top class, world class fucking medical care and treatment and all that stuff. But it, Father Time is undefeated. Tom Brady, I don't know, he's an alien. I'm pretty fucking convinced of that. Hundred percent. It that's normal shit happened to Kobe, right? Like it's shocking. Dude, I feel like I'm 32. There sometimes I feel like my Achilles is just gonna give out. For sure, dude. Like when I like I'm fucking around with the kids playing basketball, and all of a sudden I try to like dunk yeah. on the nine foot hoop, I feel some strain down there, and I'm like, probably shouldn't do that again. <laughs> right. And I'm gonna slow down here. No. Right. So like that can't be your plan. And but with this, right again, I think he'd be willing to take some take a lower <laughs> amount of money. It's potentially a decent little bridge. For a you know for a year or two, it can't be your only yeah. plan because you know I, I get we've seen videos of Rogers already out on the field throwing balls and Crazy. that is wild even more today. But and maybe Kirk will get lucky and it's partially torn and he'll be able to do the same bridge surgery or whatever the hell that was. Um, but you can't expect he's going to come back. And like you're good, you know what I mean. Like you got to right. have a backup plan. So like I'm cool with yeah. that, but we also got to do something else, or the Vikings have to do something else, right? If that's your thing for next year. Yeah, I mean I think it'll will a big tell. They have two days to make a move. Forty eight hours, right? Cue uh, up, up Jack Bauer. trade deadline. Uh, I was just kind of looking at like where teams are at in the and I think that'll tell you also what they believe in this season. Mm-hmm. Like what what do they really think is is up for grabs this year based on what they go do? Uh, but it, and if I mean current NFL standings, I don't know of any other quarterback that's been talked about trying to get traded. Um. I mean, we can spe- we can speculate. That's what we're gonna do for sure. What about Russell? Oh, in my heart, 
says no. <laughs> no thanks. I know, but uh, I know. Right off the top, it says no. I get he was he's been good. He's been great. I shouldn't say good. He's been great. But he does not look it. Here, let me preface this. Okay. I think that they're going to roll with Jaron Hall. I really do. Okay. We've talked a lot. I, you've heard, I mean, I've said it a lot on this pod. I don't think there's busts. I think there's non-scheme fitting quarterbacks. Yeah. So you have a, you have a quarterback. The O-line is pretty top tier. They've been playing really good the last couple of weeks. Right, mm-hmm. they stick together. Hopefully, they JJ comes back in two weeks. Jordan Addison is a fucking stud. So now you got mm-hmm. two great wide receivers. Can't wait to see them both on the same field. KJ's stepped up big time since JJ's gone down. Mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson, one of the best tight ends in the league. Uh, trading for Cam Akers was huge for the dynamic of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Like the team is just starting to click. Right? Like these pieces were falling into place. So that's, I think personally, they're just going to be like, you know what? Now is our, like, if this kid is the real deal, he's the six rounder, right? Like, and I'm not saying that anybody, but if he is going to fit into the system, he's a six rounder. Mm -hmm. It's essentially doing what the Niners did last year. Mm -hmm. Like, we need, we need other pieces of the pie to grow as a franchise down the road, save draft capital, see what this kid can do with what we have. Right. Cause what if he is, what if, you know, For what sure. I'm not, what if he lights it up? What if he just goes out the next well, 10 weeks or whatever yeah. and just lights it the fuck up? Yeah. I mean, obviously thrust into a tough spot today, right? I would imagine sure. he's probably taken 10 snaps in practice with the ones this year right you know maybe maybe (laughs) if we're if if we're being real about it you know maybe so in all in all on it like this was just you know deer in a head deer in headlights even that being said like didn't look terrible was a little slow on some shit but understandable right first nfl game thrust in unexpectedly no real work with the scheme and you know everything so i get that so i i would agree i in my if if i'm quasi um i say i i look at this and say look if this kid can't show us something the rest of this year with everything you just listed throw on you know defenses is seemingly feeling figuring it out and like finding their groove right Right. from the start of the year and this new scheme to now they're actually getting home they're they're causing turnovers they're creating havoc right so you're going to be in games you've got all these offensive weapons and most importantly the schedule's fucking relatively easy from here on out we've played all the tough shit yeah they've played the tough shit for sure if you can't you know, in my opinion, like if it, you put him in, he's getting all the work, he's getting all the reps. If he doesn't show you some stuff, and, and I don't right. expect, he, look, I'm not saying like if he doesn't come out and be the next, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I'm not, I'm not looking for that. But if if you don't start, if you don't see signs the rest of this right. year, well, then you know, all right, he's out, 
And we li- we have got to find the long-term solution, right? Like, if you're Quasi, that's what you got to be saying. Is like, now we know. Dude's played seven games, eight games, however many it's going to be. And you've got plenty of tape and plenty of film. And all right, man, you're a, you're a backup, if, if anything, in this league. Because right. if you can't succeed with all this that's in front of you, all right, we're not going to invest any more into you. We're going to go find something else. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, either Versus, way, no matter what, he's going to have to play the next couple weeks because even if they trade for somebody, that guy's going to have to learn the signals for the sure. offense. For sure. You can't just fucking throw him out there no. and be like, all right, no. here we go. No. Because that's not how the NFL works. No. Um, same with you pick somebody up off the street. They can't. Right. The Minnesota Vikings did that one time, and you never saw the guy again. And I don't know that no. Josh Freeman was ever going to be bad, but I've never seen it. Minnesota Vikings quarterback throw the ball 55 times in a game, but the Vikings traded a seventh round pick for Josh Freeman on a Tuesday, started him the next Monday, and then wild to let him throw 55 fucking times. And we never saw the guy again. Wild. So I have no idea what that was, yeah. right? That was insanity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm- the, also the schedule from here, you said it Falcons, Saints, Broncos, Bears. Raiders, Bengals, Lions, Packers, Bengals. Only two of those teams, only one of those teams has a winning record, the Lions, and we play them twice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. I I think the Bengals are clearly a good team, but if this defense is rolling, okay. I mean, none of these defenses really scare a guy, you know? No. And I mean, and and Atlanta's not awful, not they're not the historical Atlanta. They just haven't. They're not lighting the world on fire yet. And they made a QB change today too. Right. So again, it's it's all those things. I'd rather see them cook than waste you know draft capital to try and go and get somebody who's not a starter because you're not right. going to get anybody's starter for anything reasonable. No. Right now. Right. No. Your best bet would be you call Joe Maurer. You're like, hey, dude, you want to give this a shot? Yeah. Or, or, or wait, hey, you never know. Or, hey, KOC, have you ever thought about being a player coach? Right. He played in the league once. For yeah. sure. Right? Like, th- those are the other options. San Diego State. Those are the other options, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I do not. I would. I would hate to see them waste capital on that. Now, that being said, I'm going to speak out of the other side of my mouth. If uh, you call Dallas, because Trey Lance, yes, and you're like, hey, we'll give you a, a fifth round this year and a fifth round next year for him. Yeah, and just take a flyer. Right. That now that does not mean I think you don't try to find something for next year, right? Either in the in the draft or somewhere, right? I, I still think you need to do that, but I wouldn't be opposed to that because then you because currently, <laughs> as uh, as Dalt said, what the fuck are we going to do? They have to go get somebody because right now Jaron Hall is the only quarterback on the roster. Right, they have Mannion on the practice squad, so he'll be elevated right to to the main. So then they can. I mean, they don't have to carry a third. I mean, but 
Be they safe. should with the new sure. rule. I mean, they'll pick somebody up yeah. because of the new rule. Yep. That, like Mannion dressed today, mm. but he's he just gets activated like in game, right? Essentially, if he would have played, mm. uh, I'll throw a name out there. Okay, and I don't I don't necessarily hate it, but I haven't seen it anywhere. I just I watch them. They're here. Uh, Josh Dobbs has been played particularly well in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's keeping them in games week in, week out. Uh, they traded a bag of balls for him. Uh, he's clearly got some composure. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't hate calling up a 1-9 Arizona Cardinals team or a 1-7, whatever they are, 1-7, mm-hmm. and being like, hey, uh, what do y'all want for – Josh Dobbs. Right. And like I said, it's not, it's, I mean, they got to do He's pretty formidable. I mean, it's right. just, he's starting in the league and he's keeping a terrible team in games right. week to week. Right. And he's making plays. So, right. um, again, they got to do 60% something. completion percentage, 50, almost 1600 yards. He's, he's been sacked 17 fucking times, which is terrible. But, I just I don't know that I would absolutely hate that move because what are you going to have to give up, you know? Ideally, I'd like to see them move capital for some of the guys that are supposedly on the block this week. Like, I would love to see them trade two first-round picks for Pat Sertan. I think that would be like a move like, yeah, we're going to go get a dude. We're going to go get one of the best young corners in the game. Hmm. Interesting. If that if all the if all the rumors are true, I mean, especially the way the defense have been playing, you just add a guy like sure. that. So takes you to another level. So you okay? Because I was going to say, like, the other th- thing that I would think would be interesting is given the spot that they are in. Which look, this is worst case scenario. It really is right. Like you lost your starting quarterback, who was playing extremely well this year your team was seemingly figuring it out they just beat arguably the the or one of the best teams in the league right they've won three straight they're back to 500 the season went from loss to okay like let's cook let's see what happens now right anybody who was like oh man they should tank or lose out or whatever right like all those all that was going away but now given the spot that they're in, I think you could see or you will see the arguments of, well, this just accelerates the theoretical rebuild. So who wants to kneel? Yeah, I think if they were worse off, I think you just watched the Detroit Lions get the shit kicked out of them and they're leading the division. I get that, Ben. You know? I, I Again, I, I'm a total. I totally get what you're saying. If they're worse off, they are on their third string quarterback. That is as bad as it can. Like realistically, they are not going to win a Super Bowl with that guy. So you could make an argument of somebody saying, "Look, fucking cash them chips in, man, and let's start now," versus 
let's let's see what he's got. Let's eke out three or four more wins. Let's draft fifteen, you know, and we'll lose Daniil at the end of the year and not get anything. I think I think the Daniil thing was a legitimate conversation, regardless, even if you're doing well, because chances are you were going to lose him. So it, you know, smart teams look at those things and say. We're not going to not get anything for that guy. Right? So now you put this yeah. situation on top of it. That's a that's a legitimate talking point. Like, do they start to say, all right, well, let's sell shit. No, I understand. I'm just saying, like, I don't – I just don't think it's going to happen because of the situation. Like, you have to – you have to understand – like, I understand what you're – like, rebuild. But when you do a rebuild – Jobs aren't guaranteed. The only thing that guarantees jobs in the NFL are wins. And it. so you're you're this far in, you're 400, or you're, excuse me, you're 500 team, you're four and four, you've won three games in a row. There's no, I mean, you might, who knows, people aren't going to give you the world for Daniil. So at the end of the day, how much do you value a third round draft pick? And I know that people say, well, you can get anything, but a lot of third round draft picks don't make it in the NFL anyways. Sure. So, you know, would you rather keep this guy for the rest of the season, hope that it turns out the best and you have a great, you have a great edge rusher and then see what happens in the off season. Mm-hmm. Maybe the market for Daniil isn't that great. I mean, there's up and down production. Maybe there's a physical thing. He just watched it with like Carlos Correa in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. He was going to go sign with 1200 other teams. And I had to come back to the twins, you know, uh, you just never know. So I just think that this far in, if they were one in seven, yeah, I think the fire sale would have already been on. For sure. But they're four and four. They're two games back in a wide open division. They go back to back division champs no matter what. They get to stick around for another year, right? Like that leash just gets a little longer. And I think, like, if they can show, hey, this is what we did with what we had this year. JJ goes down. Kurt goes down. Um, I just think, like I said, I think that leash gets longer. I get what you're saying because it's the talking point that, that fans and media like to have. But the reality of the situation is rebuilds, are you're not guaranteed to see yourself out of a rebuild sure. no, in, absolutely. A, in a front office. I totally you know? get that. Yeah. I get that. I, th- so. I I do think um, from a Minnesota Vikings standpoint, I think like uh, as a whole, what you're saying, 100% agree, right? We've seen it happen where people are, these guys are going in down into the shitter and they don't get to see the other end of it, you know? Uh, they never even make it to the sewer, right? Uh, Brian Flores. Right. Um, the dude in text for the Texans, right? It, it happens often. Get that. I do think the Wilfs are a different organization. They have a longer leash barring, you know, you're an asshole, right? But if you're doing things the right way and, like, they they seem to be a relatively patient group. Yeah. Relatively. I mean, it, it again, it's all relative. Who knows, right, truly what's going on behind the scenes. But, you know, I mean, Zimmer was – Zimmer got a lot a long run for, you know, some pretty mediocre shit, you know, two decent runs, you know, but for right. the most part, like, man, you know, nothing crazy. 
Um, so I, I, I think like if, you know, Quasi went to him and was like, look, here's where we're at. Here's what I would recommend your thoughts. And they're like, yeah, go for it. You know, I don't think they would, I think they'd let him see the end of it. Right. Um, and they'd let him get a shot at finding their next quarterback and seeing what can happen there. I think, I think even currently, like KOC has shown enough to say, yeah, we believe in this guy. We're going to keep him around and try and like have some stability around him and see what he can do. But sure. You never know. I get, I get that. And it, yeah. again, it's all talking point of, you know, if you lose, say you lose next week and then the week, week after, right. And you're on two game losing streak, like, oof, you know, it's, it, that's hindsight, right? A lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Man, we should have offloaded the knee and got something for him, and you know maybe traded Harry and got something for him, or who knows, right? But it'd be interesting to see if that's what happens in the next forty. Because I don't think Quasi sleeps for forty-eight hours. Yeah, probably not. I just also <laughs> think you know I think it's easy to say offload this guy, offload that guy, and I'm sure people have been calling about Daniil. But who knows? I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, you got to pick up those those contracts. Capital has to meet. Like, there's a lot that goes into just, like, I don't, not saying that you don't understand. I'm just saying a lot of people don't. There's a lot that goes into just trading the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you just move him and get some stuff. Well, okay, are you going to get a third-round pick but still have to eat 17 of his $20 million? Well, then do you value a third round pick for $17 million? You know, like there's a lot that goes in. I just don't. That's why you just don't see it as often. Like the trade deadline in football is not, it's just not really a thing. You don't see big time guys moving. You see small pieces. I mean, really, and it's like, oh, hey, we really need a backup running back. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay. Yeah, a lot of times There's trade no noise comes and goes with nothing really happening whatsoever. I get right. it. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of hindsight is definitely going to be 2020. I mean, there's already going to be people that are like, I knew they should have just fucking traded him three weeks ago. For sure. Yeah, well, for sure. For sure. Um, he, he didn't want to be traded. So. Right. And I know you, I know we talked about this last week, right? Like the, or yeah, last week. Maybe it was the week before uh, about tanking, and I know the concept of tanking is you're uh, vehemently opposed to it, and for a variety of reasons. And I totally get it. I totally understand everything that you say about it. Right? Like players are never going to tank; their jobs are on the line. Coaches aren't going to tank; their jobs are on the line. Blah 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 blah. But from a fan's perspective, given the spot you're in today, <laughs> right? What do you say to someone who says, look, I just don't have a lot of faith that this is going to get it done. So every win from here on out is a blow to our draft capital and position yeah. moving forward. Well, my stance isn't going to change. That was a stupid question because I'd look you in the eyes and tell you you're a fucking retard and not anybody in that building gives a fuck about where they I'm draft I'm not talking year. about... You time out. You don't think anybody in that building cares about where they draft next year? 
Jeff, there's there's the deal. Listen, if it's a results based business, I know that I know. Like we just talked sure. about how it's fair. We j- you we just talked about how Lovey Smith was in Houston for a year, mm-hmm. right? And if the head coach or the GM doesn't get fired, that doesn't mean that they don't fire people behind the scenes. Like mm-hmm. to save your job, you got to get rid of X, Y, and Z. Then, right. Right, like you got to cut this off. You got to cut yes. that off. We got to make a change here, otherwise you're going. Yes. So totality is yes. There's not one fucking person in that building that gives a fuck where they draft next year. And I stand by that 100%. The Wilfs might because they own the team, but the people that work for them that they employ, 0.0% chance that truthfully, honestly, that they give a shit because there's not a job safe in the NFL. There isn't. That's why you see people get fired in the middle of the year. And that's why they fire guys 25 minutes after the last game. Right. They they don't give a shit. So it's a reciprocal, you don't give a shit about me, I don't give a shit about where we're drafting. Especially the guys that are in, I mean, like, the guys in the locker room, they don't because guess who you're drafting? You're drafting your replacement. Well, counterpoint to you, they do care about where they draft because if they have the 32nd pick in the in the first round, that means they won the Super Bowl. So take that, Ben. Okay, but then, but they're not <laughs> like, oh, we hope we have 32nd pick. We, they, we hope we win the fucking Super Bowl. Is what I'm saying. Like, I just, I I, get that that's the, and I get that there's already mock drafts and people are already on it. And I'm, I'm a big draft guy myself. I think it's sweet and I think it's fun, but like I said, there's not one person that works, that gets a paycheck from the Vikings that gives a shit. This is all from a fan's perspective, right? Like as a fan, right? Cause you said, why would you root for your team to lose? Right. All that shit. Right. I'm talking about from a fan's perspective only, not from inside the building. I get everything you're saying. There's no chance like any of them want that. I totally understand that. But from a fan's perspective, like, do you show leniency to, to people in this, in a situation like this? Season's theoretically lost, and I'm not saying it's lost today, okay? Um, but say, you know, in two weeks, Jalen Hall has gone 0 for 2, uh, or we've lost twice with him at quarterback. We're realizing, all right, he, he ain't the fucking guy. People who are like, God, I hope they lose out so that we have the, the best possible draft position possible so that yeah. the amount of assets one might have to give up to move up is less. Yeah. What do you say to those people? Yeah, I my stance doesn't change. I don't I I can't tell you how how much I hate that. I can't tell you how much I hate that in all all of it, the whole sense. I think that if you are act I said it two weeks ago, if you're gonna fucking waste your time cheering for a team for a cheer to lose, you're a fucking loser too. Like I just because here's here's the realness of the situation. How many number one top five picks have you seen not work out? A lot, right? Sure. So then, so then, here, how many have you seen work with, out? Sure. Oh, there's, there's a, a few. Yeah, there's 100%. a lot. Yeah, fifty-fifty. Yeah. Okay. Fifty-fifty. Coin flip. Coin flip league. Right. That's what you say all the time. Mm-hmm. So let's look at this flip side of the coin. 
Yeah. You get the number one overall pick, but they fucking fired everybody because they couldn't keep it together. Yeah. Okay. Let's say they make a move and it's terrible. Then they're like, Quasi's not allowed to cook anymore. You're gone. Actually, KOC, your play calling sucks. You're gone too. So now you're reset again. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, Harrison's gone. Boom, boom, boom. It, when you, when you get to the number one pick, it's more than, oh, hopefully in five years, this guy's the shit. It's yeah. all the other shit that comes with it. That doesn't always add up to being good. I get it, man. I, I get it. And it it's a culmination of a lot of things, right? Like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is not number one pick. I get that. And there's multiple players in the course of history who have not been drafted number one overall, who are great and all of those things. And it's a combination of right. scheme, um, package and, 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 and timing and everything. But from a draft capital standpoint, the higher, right? Like the chiefs moved up and got him. Right. So you got to identify the person, right? I'm not, I don't even, I, I can't say I trust Quasey to, to find the guy or the people that he employs to find the guy. Cause currently, right. you know, his first round picks are, I don't know, 50, 50, like his drafts haven't like, they're not great. They're not terrible, right. but they're not great. You know, he's not, he's not proving to be this guru that's, Oh yeah. If you give him the third pick, like he's going to fucking kill it and we'll win the super bowl next year. Without a doubt. Like can't say that. Um, so it's, it's a combination of being able to identify the people and then being in the position to be able to go get them. And I guess like from strictly from a draft standpoint, right? And you've said it, you know, moving from 20 to 8 is different than moving from, you know, 18 to 2, right? right. Like it's because the higher up you go, the, the more you got to give up and so on and so forth. And so like if you're, if you're starting at 5 and you identify a guy and you can get him at 3, it's a little you have you can give up a little less to move up two spots versus yeah, a little less but a little more too because the picks are worth more. I mean it's it's kind of like I get I get yeah, what but, you're saying like it, you 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 give up less because you're moving from five to three right. But in reality, a jump from five to three is going to cost you more than jumping from twenty to ten just because of the point scale and because of how much they value a top five pick and how fast that value drops off. So. Right. Do you, do you think it would cost you more? Absolutely. If you look at guys like, so if you go from like, well, let's hear, I mean, the Eagles, no, let's see who moved up. The Redskins swapped with the Niners and they went, I think they went from five to two to get RG three. Okay. And they had to give they had to give up three ones and a two to go up essentially three picks. Yeah, that's a lot. I wouldn't do that. But that's that's just how it is. Well, I and take that back. It, I mean I would if it's the guy. Right, but I'm just saying, like there's you a, know. they use they use, there's a million of them out there, and I don't know the exact one, but they do use a value chart because it's a sure. it's a 
non-tangible entity, right? Like it's a nothing. Sure. So you have to have some kind of, so they use a value chart yeah. and the value of the top five is so high. And then progressively they start to drop. Yeah. And that's why like you see it like at the end of the first round, you know, those 32 to 25, still a first round pick. Yeah. But you see teams give up a, a second, a third and a sixth. Right. You know? Right. So yeah. moving from five to two is way more than moving from the only the the good thing is being at five, and maybe the guy you want is behind you, and then somebody comes up, and then you gain a little more. Like that's when having, I think if you have a top pick and you move down, I think that's a great move mm-hmm. to get more capital. I like yeah, going I mean, that way instead look, of going up. Look at potentially the situation the Bears will be in. Right. Yeah, they might have the number one and number two pick. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. I'll move off of that. But I just I, I think I think it's funny to talk about. So, realistically, like I, I know we both want Kirk back. Yeah. Right. Like I think that that makes some sense. Do you think he'll come back? Do you think will he will be on the team next year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I just, there's not the, I mean, he is, he is the market of free agent quarterbacks, right? Like I'm, I just pulled it up. It's Kirk. Then it's Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Mark Spariota, Sam Darnold, James Winston, Drew Locke, right? He is, he is, he is, he's it. Um, so how much is somebody else going to want him? And then also he has to look at how much do I want to, he's made his money. I mean, Kirk Cousins has made more fucking money than he could have ever dreamed of. For sure. Right. And he's, he's just a yeah. good old preacher boy. So I think Kirk is also going to sit back and be like, okay, if the Vikings offer me 100% coming back, obviously him and JJ have continuity. He's busted with, you know, Jordan Addison. I just think there's a lot that goes into that decision at 35 instead of 30. Right. Because right? Kirk has to know high end five years left after this. Oh, yeah. And he just Oof. tore his Achilles. Yeah. High. Kirk Cousins also seems like the kind of guy who could be like, you know what? The Lord has truly blessed me and Julie. I'm going to just sit and hang out in the booth. Yeah. I've had a really good run in the NFL. I played 12 years. See you later. Um, this, this is the only injury I've ever really had. So I am just going to hang it up and I'm going to take the I think that's billion the dollars likely. that I've made. I think that's the least likely scenario. What's that? I think that's the least likeliest scenario. That he retires? Yeah. And I think him going yeah, I just to also would not be surprised. I, no, I wouldn't be surprised by it, 100%. That totally fits his character, right? Saying, I've, 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 I've had my run. It's been great. I get it, right? Maybe he suffers a setback and mm-hmm. his rehab. Who knows, right? And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to go be a dad. Right. You know, see you later, right? I do. I think that's least likeliest. I think him going to another team is second likeliest thing to happen, and I think him re-signing with the Vikings was most likeliest. Unfortunately, like I... I do think he's going to get offered some something stupid uh, from some dog shit team, but hopefully, and I think he would be smart enough to say, 
if the Vikings offered him, right? And I th- I think right. that's the biggest if because the fact that they didn't resign him this year signaled like they were, you know, thinking they're they they were thinking of the next stage and where we're going next, right? Otherwise, you wrap. Yeah, otherwise, I, you lock him up last year, and you lighten his cap hit this year. You know what I mean? They would yeah, have done I think, that. I think there's a lot of things. I think they just. I think they just had too many pieces going into this year with too small of a cap to lock him up before the season, and they had to get into the season, and that's why they started with TJ. Let's see what TJ's market does. JJ's needs right. to be done, but he's still on a rookie deal for two more years. Right. So it's like let's let's wrap up all this other shit. Sure. And but if and they, I, I mean, I I'm sure that there's been those conversations. If like, they would have hey, wanted, we to. we want to bring you back. Yeah. If they would have wanted to, though, like. Resigning slash restructuring, right? Like would have lightened the load this year for them and made some of those conversations you're talking about easier. I think like the fact that they didn't signaled, look, we're just going to eat this instead of continuing to push his ball down the road, and that's what made this year so difficult, right? And so by doing that, that's essentially signaling like they were getting ready to move on. So if right. they offer him, I think he would look at it and say, yes, it's less, but it's also the best situation for me, given, again, everything we mentioned earlier. Insane offensive talent around him, lines looking good, good place, likes the coaches, likes being here, all those things. I think he would stay, but right, we'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah. Um He is under a weird deal. He's he's getting paid by the Vikings through twenty twenty seven. So, like his um, bonus, because they keep pushing his stuff down the road, much like they'll continue to do. I think, and I think, like guys, I think Drew Brees really set the market with that, where it's like Mm -hmm. you can just pay me when I'm done. You know, like I'll keep getting a check long after I'm done playing. Yeah. So, so next year, Kirko is actually going to make twenty eight and a half from nice. the Vikings. Nice. And then ten the year after, and then four each of the next two years. So. Yeah, he'd be sitting at home thinking. I didn't do fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, looking at those numbers, knowing that you are going to make another. Oh, 36, oh, excuse me, $46 million for the next four years. Retirement's a real. That might creep into Kirko retirement. That's a real. Wow, and he, he talks good and he's super smart. He talks yeah, Tony good. Tony Romo make how much, I mean, how much money does Tony Romo make from CBS? Yeah, it's like 15 to 20 a year. I mean, maybe Crazy. Amazon Prime's like, hey, you know what? Fucking Herb Street's college football. We need an NFL guy. Sure. Yeah. And they pay him a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying. For sure, man. For sure. RIP. Oh, crazy. But honestly, I just hope they sign Colin Kaepernick. Wow. He hasn't done anything for seven years, but I think he's still got it. Okay. Hey, good for him. Go get him. Yep. Go get him, Quasey. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, Let's see. Where do we want to go next? So the interesting portion of this show was Ben and I didn't talk about what we wanted to talk about today. 
We both just brought a list, Correct. and we're going to fire back and forth. So we're all kind of going into this blind, um, or at least one yeah. of us is, depending on who's bringing up the topic. Uh, and so with that being said, I'm going to let, I'll let you go first. Cause I usually kind of like fire it off. So you go first, sure. you start your list. It's kind of like a draft of shit. To Almost. Talk about. Yeah. I feel like the rest of this we'll probably talk about. So, uh, I got a couple things. Obviously Kirko was one. Yes. Uh, good friend of the program. Oh, uh, Greta Thunberg. Okay. You see her back on her bullshit? I did not. Fill me in. I sent, I sent you a tweet video. Thanks for watching it. When was um, that? Earlier this week, Greta um, Greta thinks that uh, tanks are going to become EVs here soon uh, so that we can still go to war while caring about the environment. And I, I swear to God, I was like, this has to be uh, AI bit like there's just oh no way. Yes, I saw that. That was fake. Has to be has fake. To be. But then I watched it a couple times, and I don't know that it is. I really don't know that this is fake. All right. Like you watch some of these other AIs. I mean, I said play a little. No, no, no I can, I'll play it on here. I got you. Okay. You won't be able to hear it, but I'll be able to play it on here. So hold on one second. War is always bad, specifically for the planet. If we want to continue uh, fighting battles like environmentally conscious humans, we must make the change to sustainable tanks and weaponry. There are so many new concepts for our battery-powered fighter jets that can carry many more um, missiles, biodegradable missiles, of course. Something literally everybody can do to stop this nonsense is, for example, block the roads to gardens and farms so the plants don't get overrun by these heavy, heavy tanks. Hand grenades, very important. If you use hand grenades, please use vegan grenades. Use no animal should have grenades. to give their life for all this mayhem and chaos. They have a special sticker on them. You really can't miss them in the uh, grenade market or wherever you buy them. Yeah, I cover all of this and more in my newest book, Vegan Wars. I there's no way that's real. Vegan grenades. Oh, dude, come on. See, here's the deal. I don't know what's satire anymore. I think the, the so to me, what gave it away, so first of all, all of it gave it away, but the, the real big um, flashing sign was... You can get vegan grenades. Just look for the sticker wherever you buy your grenades yeah, at. No. Right? <laughs> I know, but she really had me in the first half with electric like tanks. Tanks, yeah. yeah. Biodegradable missiles. I was like, put up fences around farms. On TV, talking about this shit. Like, when does it stop? Um, what a fucking idiot. That's going to be, I mean, that's going to be a big problem moving forward because this AI shit's just getting so good and people aren't going to know what's real or not. Yeah, if they don't make it absurd like that, right? Like just glaringly obvious. Yeah. But that, that like I said, like it's just sometimes so hard to tell because you know how some of these people, especially politicians sure. or public figures talk. Right. And it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if that came out of Greta's mouth. Right. No. Uh, and maybe, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it is real. <laughs> it, 
If so, and if it is real, then we're the dummies, I guess. I don't know, dude. I just it was some Greta news. I couldn't believe it. I had to bring it to you. You Can't you can't not talk about Miss Thunberg whenever she's in the news. Greta Thunberg. All right, so I got a funny Um, story. Okay, go ahead. Uh, little playground scuffle in the neighborhood, right? And my kids were involved. My kid, one of my children, was involved. It, very loosely, right? But uh, apparently some pushing and shoving, some kicking, some slapping, whatever, between two groups of kids. And some of the, you know, so all of a sudden, like, the parents start, you know, hey, did, you know, so-and-so got into it with so-and-so. Did 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 Jack tell you about what happened? And it's like, no. You know, like, was Jack involved? And like, no, we're just curious if he shared, you know, so we started asking Jack what happened and so on and so forth. And two kids got in a fight with two other kids. Jack was there. And, like, eventually what, like, came out is, like, Jack was swearing at them or something, like, yelling at them, like, trying to defend his friends, right, or something along those lines. And I'm like, look, did Jack punch anybody? No. Did he start it? Did, you know you know whatever right like is is jackson yeah. like doing what i've raised him to do or did he kind of like stay out of it mind his own business make sure he sticks up for his friends if they can't handle themselves whatever all right cool well if he wasn't involved i don't give a shit i'm not asking him questions right well mm-hmm. oh he was swearing so got to get to the bottom of it i'm like and so you know grilling is occurring or questioning is occurring and you know so-and-so said you did swear and he was like adamant he didn't and well, some of your other friends said you did. He's like, ah. Oh. And he finally comes out. He's like, yes, I swore. What'd you say? I said the A word. Well, so and so said you said the F and the A word. He's like, I didn't say the F word. I didn't say the F word. Right? Just like adamant. And so finally, my wife's like, Jack, what'd you say? And he's like, all right. And you can tell he's like, shit. You know, like, I'm going to get in trouble. And he's like, this. This girl was yelling at my friend, blah, blah, blah. So I told her, I just ran up to her and I said, shut your asshole. <laughs> Which, I'm, I'm in the room, right? And as soon as he says it, I just start laughing. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It would make more sense if you said, shut your fucking, you know, shut your effing ass, you know? And I'm just laughing like, Jackson, it's not funny. It's not funny. You shouldn't say those things, you know, so on and so But have you, what are some of, do you have any, like, ridiculous moments in your life where you tried to get, like, angry and say something to somebody, and then when you think about it, you're like, oh, man, that made zero sense. Um, I'm sure, and I usually like recollect like those things a lot. Um, I remember one. I mean, one sticks out that somebody else just tried cussing with me, and I was like, "No, that doesn't work." And I remember it well. And I, for some reason, for a while, I was telling everybody to eat shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Hey, eat shit," you know. Mm-hmm. But it just. Yeah, probably 16 years old, just was flowing off the tongue. Yeah, man. Didn't whatever. Anytime, I would just be like, "Hey, eat shit." Yep. I remember saying it one time, 
And then Brandon Splinter's like, yeah, and drink piss. And I'm like, no, no, mm -mm. no, too far. That doesn't, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. Um, well, the, don't do that. We don't say that. Um, That's not cool, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's several. Um, so, so he's no, still learning. You know, Jack's learning how to swear, right? We got to figure this. We got to figure it out. He he's ha he's shown he's some moments. Figure out the context. Yeah, yeah, he's shown some moments where he understands the context of the words, but that one, shut your asshole. Well, <laughs> so I don't hate it. I mean, it's kind of a, hey, why don't you shut your asshole up? You know, like he didn't I, say up. Were, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't hate where we could take that. Right. Uh, it is also funny because Jack apologized to you when you went to Raw because he swore in his head. Right. So now right. I want to know what he swore in his head. Right. Well, he like, said he this said this is the awesome. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did he fuck. say this is fucking awesome or this is awesome? Fuck. You know? Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It's one of the joys of having kids watching them yeah. figure out insults. Yeah, I love it. Um, well, if we're rolling on on some cussing, yes. Did you uh, did you see the call of the weekend? Oh, U UCF in so West good. Virginia. So good, so good. Uh, Beanie Bishop, former Golden Gopher, uh, makes a crazy interception. It was it was like off the kid's hands, off his foot, then popped up to Beanie Bishop. And then the play-by-play -play guy just said what we always want to say. And he said, what a fucking interception. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just let it fly. And then I haven't seen, like, any apologies or nothing. Again, did, did AI dupe us? I, have... I don't think so. I, I'm, I'll play it. I know you won't be able to hear it, but I'm going to play it. And we'll let the listeners decide if they didn't hear this because it is. He just it's it's so like good. there's no follow up to it either, which is wild. Anyway, no. I'll play it now. Once Plumley to throw hasn't had an incompletion today, and there's his first hit to pick off. How about that? Ball is picked up by Beanie Bishop. What a funky interception that was! Off the hands and off the feet and into the arms of Beanie Bishop. I mean, he just. What a fucking interception that was. And then there's a pause, yeah. and he's like, off the hands. Off, like, nobody's like, holy crap. He just keeps going. You just cussed. Yeah, no. No. It was uh, it was pretty insane, actually. It was great. I mean, didn't watch it live. I think that would have been a double take. Um, Lee Corso got away with one once. He did, a, uh, he did his headgear thing. But he put one of the headgear on, and mm -hmm. it's the end of their show, so it doesn't. I mean, nobody said anything. They just kind of laughed. But he put one on, and then he goes, "Ah, oh, fuck it. And he just threw it off and then put the other one on. I, I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. It is tough because I didn't get to hear it again. But I just thought it was so funny because – I've done a lot of broad broadcasts and that was like the first thing they tell you is like, Hey, don't swear. Yeah. You know, it could be a 25 or $250,000 fine. 
as if somebody's listening to a hockey game on KSUM for right. sure. I'm sure they're tuning in. I could say whatever I wanted. Well, uh, but so the comments are saying he said, "What a funky, funky, like Grandmaster Funk, like what a funky interception." Yeah. That sounded sound like it. so clearly like fucking. Yeah. What a funky interception. That sounds different. Maybe you put the wrong emphasis. On the wrong uh, syllable. Yeah. I don't know. That's wild. That's wild. A hundred percent. Yeah. But that was good. That when you sent that and I listened to it, uh, my jaw dropped for sure. For I loved it. Sure. Yeah. It was, I thought it was Super great. good. Super good. Love a good little cuss, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I don't... Do you... I'm going to be dating myself here, I think. You know who Tony Hawk is. I do. Okay. You know who Kurt Cobain is. I do. Okay. Surprise... Well, to the surprise of no one. Those humans have kids. Correct. Okay. So, and then what happened? So, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter... I think her name is Frances Bean. Uh, Why Cobain. is her name Frances Bean? I don't know. Do you know? Is there some story behind that? Oh, why wouldn't her name be like Frances Love or Francis? Oh, it's Francis Bean Cobain. Oh, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, so their daughter apparently got married to Tony Hawk's son, which. Yeah. Instantly made me feel like I'm 400 years old. Yeah. I, get, I get that's the way the world works. Like we grow up, we have kids, they get married, so on and so forth. But that that one really like kind of hit me in the back of the head the other day. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you want to know the crazier thing? Yes. She is same age as Justin and I, and she's already been married and divorced. So this Whoa. is her second marriage. She's your yeah. all's age? Yeah, she's 31. The fuck out of here. Yep. Whoa. All right, then. So. Ain't that some shit. I don't know how old Tony Hawk's. What's. I mean, I Tony Hawk's know. in his 50s for sure. Riley Hawk. He's 30. Wow. That's crazy. How many little fucking skateboarders does Tony Hawk have? Three. Damn. That's insane. But yeah, well, uh, Francis, she was married to a guy named Isaiah Silva. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. He's a singer. He's a singer. A singer of shitty songs. Somebody's going to be like, you don't fucking know who Isaiah Silva is? And be like, nope. Boy, I, I don't. I really. Please accept my apology. I don't. So if you're listening to this, you're a big Isaiah Silva fan. For sure. <clears throat> send us a song, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. You're up. Yeah. You go. You go now. Oh. Okay, sorry. Your turn. Um. We all love the Big Ten West more than anything. Yes. And uh, currently your favorite uh, team is in control of their own destiny in the Big Ten West. They're sitting atop the charts. 
And the Big Ten West. Go Goofers. Wow. Um, you know how many teams are in the Big Ten West? Seven. Okay. You want me? I'm going to count you how many Big Ten teams, Big Ten West teams, are in the bottom 10 scoring offenses in America. You ready? Here we go. Wait, do you want me to guess? One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> wow. Fuck me to tears. Take a guess who's not in that list. Who's not in the bottom 10 scoring offenses in the Big Ten West? Yeah. No, no, no. Who's not in the bottom 10 of the nation that is also in the Big Ten West? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only one. Right, yeah. So which of the seven is not one yes. of the worst offensive football teams in the country? Correct. Hmm. Um, fuck. I mean, if, if, if you're going to say the Gophers. I'm not. I'm okay. not. The All Gophers right, are here. on this list. Um, I'll go Illinois. No, it's uh, Purdue. Nope. Northwestern. Nope. Wisconsin. There it is. They rank at 13. <laughs> wow. There's something stupid like that. I don't know. I just know that from the worst to tied for 10 is Arizona State, Indiana, other side of the Big Ten, Nebraska, Michigan State, other side of the Big Ten. Iowa, Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, Stanford, Purdue, and Iowa State are tied. So not a real good look, more importantly, for Midwest football. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, a lot of these places, I have a different map of what the Midwest looks like, but Indiana, Nebraska, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, twice, Indiana twice, Iowa twice. That's the Midwest to most people. That's tough. Um, That's tough. Um, not scoring. The most hilarious thing, or one of the funnier things about the Big Ten West, uh, and I'm sending it to you, was prior to this weekend, there was a scenario in which, I just sent it to you, where there, I, they all could tie? There could be a seven-way tie in the Big Ten West. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, it would have required essentially a lot of risk. crazy shit. Uh, yeah, some crazy shit, but also not that like far-fetched. I think it, it some in some respects. I think the furthest fetched scenario would have been Wisconsin losing four of the next five when Correct. two of them are to. Indiana and Northwestern. Well, I will tell you this. uh, Every week, the Big Ten West also does something cool. They set the record for the lowest opening uh, points total. And uh, they did it again. So Iowa and Northwestern is at 29 and a half. So Iowa and Minnesota is off the hook. (laughs) It's now moved its way down to Iowa and Northwestern. So... Yeah. Will it close? Yeah. 
higher or lower than where it's at? I feel like it's going to move, right? Like the Minnesota it has line. To, it has to. It has to, well, I can't say it has to go higher because what's the weather going to be like in Iowa City next weekend? Is it going to snow again? Because that'll drive it the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am curious. I'm going to look right now to see what the spread is because that'll that'll tell you real quick how to bet. Okay. Okay. Come on. Interwebs. Uh, we'll get there. So, but. It's not a good look for the Big Ten this year. No. No, it's not. It's not. So, there's that. That sucks. Um, All right, what's the line? Did you find it? Four and a half. What's the Iowa team total? Yeah. I'm going to look. Man. I saw some good memes from that. You know, that heavens account it's terrible do we want to record this are we recording again yeah oh okay sorry i think it's hilarious how yeah, i did i just that oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say how much fun they make of iowa yeah for the most part until they just kept crying what were they crying about invalid fair catch oh <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't don't give a shit about that. But shout out you for uh, sending me that uh, old Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. Yeah, he was like, "Listen, this whitey down in Iowa's got to learn the fucking rules. Mm-hmm. You can't move your arms at all." Right. He's like, "Everybody knows the rules." Yep. Yeah. I, one of my buddies, he was a punt returner in college. He's like, "Yeah, that's." Like the first thing they tell you is you can't move your arms. Yeah. Right. And if it's you do, the, like it, it's just you, you're done. Right. Like you, right. there's no point in going to get the ball. So. Yeah. Take that. They are, they are tweeting a lot right now of there's a picture of the Ferences, Brian and old Kirk hugging on the sidelines as we did it. First FBS over under total less than 30 ever. <laughs> and then it's like the Vince McMahon meme right yeah. now it's, with the it's so big, it's so huge, <laughs> it's so. It's, uh, they put Brian Ferentz's face on it. Says Brian, tell us about the time you made FBS history with the lowest over under ever. And no, can't do it, can't do it. So, so what is that? Do you know what that's from? Like, is that did that just come out? Because I'm seeing it everywhere. Like recently, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think somebody just. Yeah, I think it's a little bit older because I've. I th- it might be about. I don't know for sure, but I've seen it in its context before. Okay, I know, so I don't know that's new or old, but it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. I saw one today, and it was like, "Hey, Dad, <laughs> tell me about, you know, what it was like to watch Kirk Cousins play football, right?" And it's yeah. that. Uh, can't can't do it, man. <laughs> It's so, so good. good. So good. Let's stick in the Big Ten. Because I'm curious about this, and I don't get it, right? This Michigan sign-stealing shit. It's so dumb. Like, what? Are, what is... First off, I get it. It's against the rules 
to do advanced scouting, my first question is why? Like you can watch film, right? What's the difference? It's also it, it, you go keep going your questions. So I might. I mean, I, I I'll I'll just end it there, dude. Right? Like you can watch film. So what's the fucking difference? Like who cares? It, the. The NFL, is, or excuse me, the NCAA is so behind the times. Listen, the NFL has the tablets, still images only, on the sideline. Yeah. Headsets in the helmet. So there's no signs anymore. Right. It's headsets in the helmet, and then it's communicated. Like in a two-minute yeah. drill, that he radios it in, then you always see the quarterback doing a sign, right? Sure. So there's some, but it's quick, and it can change probably week to week. Um, more importantly, it should. Right. Right. And every sport I've been in, those calls change all the time. Right. But then you get to the high school level. Myself, we have a 70 inch TV and iPads all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. So we can look at film during the game. Yep. Change, fix everything we're doing. There's only one place in football where that's not allowed. That's the NCAA. They don't allow any technology. They need to. They need to get with the fucking times. Yeah. It's uh, it's just embarrassing. I think apparently Michigan pulled Harbaugh's contract offer that they had on the table for him over this whole deal. Um, so he's probably coming back to the NFL next year. Um, I don't, I just I think it's stupid. I don't know. How or why? I mean, if you look at most football signals, too, it's not like, you know, somebody grab like if they're like this. Yeah. Watch for a wheel route. Um, you know, uh, the old classic, like cracking a beer open, that's open. Like, hey, we're lining up and open. Um, under, like under center. Mm-hmm. Over, like, I don't know, like, obviously, like this, they're going to be out of gun. Like, you can piece them together very fast. Sure. If you know what the fuck you're talking about and doing. Um, it's just, it's crazy to me. Uh, I think it's just a bunch of bullshit. I think it just shows the incompetence of the NCAA, to be honest. They're stealing signs. Okay. Everybody steals signs. If you want, I mean, I remember. Early in the season, Baker Mayfield, well, week one, Baker Mayfield said that they had the Vikings signs figured out by halftime. Yeah. And then uh, everybody in the NFL was like, yeah, so does everybody else every week. Like, yeah. It like that. They literally have a coach just watching across the field. Right. Like, that's your job. Watch their signs. Correct. Figure out the play that ran. Like, correct. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter if they do it beginning of the game, before the game, or in game. So I, I heard somebody say, um, or maybe I saw it, that the rule is in place to help the lower budgeted teams, right? Otherwise, you know, because like the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Bamas, the Texas, like they could clearly send someone to everybody on their schedule. They could always have somebody in the stands just watching the other side. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the the North Dakota states probably couldn't afford to do that. 
right? The you know sure, but they're not in the D one level. They're right. they're FBS. Right. Pick or the FCS. Pick a D one school, right? Like in the in the MAC, right? Like they couldn't afford to probably do that, right? At the same level as those other guys. So I I guess that's why it exists. But again, to me, it's that is so. It's just so dumb. Like who? What's to stop like a a booster from just showing up and taking videos and sending it to the coaches? You know what I mean? Well, like, there's. It's not like you can't also watch every game, right? On TV, right? The second after it's right. done, like you can watch it on YouTube. So there's not. It's like the pre scouting thing. Like you could find. I mean, there's just plenty of ways to figure shit out. Yep. I don't I, like. I don't. Know. I've never stole a signal in my life, and I I know what's coming based on alignment or if a kid moves. Right? Like, oh, sure. Watch this. It's just you get good at it. I think it's 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 stupid because it's not an unfair advantage, and they weren't. And it's even stupider because they didn't go do it when they had to go play Bowling Green. Right. They just did it against Big Ten opponents. So sure. they Big Ten opponents all have the money. Yeah. You know what else the Big Ten has? A hundred million dollars a piece over the next ten years. Put fucking microphones in your helmet. Make a league rule. Mm-hmm. Piss piss off on the NCAA. Right. I don't know. Agree. It's uh, it's stupid. I think there's just gonna there's gonna be a lot of changes because of it more than anything. So as there should be, right? Like uh, say Saban talked about it on McAfee this week a little bit. He was kind of saying the same thing. Like, okay. Like let's put technology. Let's let technology back into the game. Like mm-hmm. it's 2023. Mm-hmm. We all have enough money, which they do. Correct. And when they play sisters of the poor, they pay them a million dollars. So right. use that money to to fund for a microphone in the helmet. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, dude. Agreed. Seems like a simple solution. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, well, snakes aren't dead yet. Fuck no, they're not. Let's go, dude. Let's Crazy. go. I uh, was a little worried after the game one bullpen collapse. All right. Hmm. Um, because their bullpen had been hot, like uncharacteristically hot. Right. It had yeah. been just shutting shit See, down. Well, it's good. And you blow a two-run lead, end up losing in extras to come back the next day and not win, but fucking put it on them. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Might be a team of destiny. Might be a team of destiny. All right? Especially when you tie in George Bush. And everything else. George W. What's the other? What's What's the others? I feel like so, I saw one other thing. So you should tell me the other in, stuff. In 01, here, I'm going to pull up the whole list. Okay. Uh, but to start, the uh, in 01, mm-hmm. Randy Johnson killed the bird. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. One of the wildest things ever. Yes. Um, I mean, this is the other one I saw. And then Zach Gallen, or yeah, I think Zach Gallen, he hit, he hit a bird 
it was just like I'm Playing sure I'm one of his days to pitch. Yep. Yeah. Right. Like yep. on the road somewhere. Yep. Um, in 2001, the world's the All Star Game was in Seattle. Okay. And it was in Seattle this year. Ooh. Um, they um led by a lefty, a power hitting left handed outfielder, Corbin Carroll, Luis Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, the games are being played on the exact same dates. Oh, All wow. seven are lined up to be on the exact same dates. Wow. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, the all-star game was 2001 in Seattle. Luis Gonzalez was the all-star representative along with Randy Johnson in 2003. The all-star game was held in Seattle. Once again, Corbin Carroll, Luis Gonzalez, Zach Allen mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. Only two D-backs. Um, then to start out uh, the World Series, George W. threw out the first pitch in 01. I mean, not too long after 9-11. Correct. It was also in New York, mm-hmm. right? Like the Yankees were on that side of the series. But he threw out the first pitch uh in game one this year. Mm-hmm. And then I sent you a video. The way they game also, one ended. Yeah. They gave up a bomb to tie it in extra or in nine, in the ninth inning with the closer in. And then they lost in the 11th to a walk off home run in right field. Opposite. Like field. The D-backs. Yes. Yeah. Both those home runs were like mirror images. Mirror images. It's insane. Like we're literally might be living simulation and have no idea. Seriously, if the Diamondbacks went, because I think they won in six. I don't think it went seven. They did. They won in six. Because it was in in Arizona. So if they win in six. Because it's 2-2 and then every other, right? I think, yeah, I think in the the World Series, it's 2-2-1-1-1. So if they win in six on a walk-off blooper over the shortstop's head. By Corbin Carroll. um, Yeah, dude, I'm just going to shut it down. I'm going to quit work. And I'm just going to podcast for the rest of my life because we are living in a simulation and nothing really matters. Right. Uh, Also, I'm going to win some money because took the D-backs to win in six. Yeah. So you did. So I, I mean, before this, I knew like, oh, Bush was throwing out the first pitch too, right? But mm-hmm. to see that video of the home runs to tie it Eerie. and then to walk it off, eerie, dude. That was fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Like you, like you literally changed the backdrop. I'm ninety nine percent convinced the ball traced the exact same. <laughs> right, like. <laughs> For sure. It was insane. For sure. Um I'm just hoping to I, I hope they I hope they win it. I'd love to go to the parade. I think that'd be dope. Um I don't know. Yeah, that'd be Never. fun. I don't I just just something something to see once, right? Oh, yeah. like, how many times is the 
a championship parade in your city. I just think that'd be not cool. often, dude. I mean, so hasn't been one up here for thirty plus years. So thirty two. Yeah, I mean, you gotta go. Yeah, just check it so, out. So, uh, yeah, dude, that's that's that. Absolutely, D-backs. Yeah, that's, that's, let's go. Let's go. Um. All right, my next one. Yeah, I sent you this, and it it it, it made the rounds. Right, and curious your perspective on this. You're a little younger than I am, but Gen Z, so this this video came out of a girl. She's in Gen Z. I don't know what that means. Um, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, Complaining about, like, work and wages and, like, how hard hard life is having to work from 9 to 5, you know, get up early, commute in, you know, then you get, you work a full day, you get home, you got to make dinner, you you know, you, you're tired, so you can't do anything, and then you got to wake up and do it all over again, and the pay is crap, yeah. and so on and so forth. So I'm just, I, I, I have thoughts, but I would love to hear your perspective on it first. Yeah, life, yeah, life's tough. <laughs> get out. I don't, I don't really, I don't, I. <laughs> I feel myself sometimes turning more and more into like the get off my lawn old man sometimes Mm -hmm. because I, I just don't sympathize with people who fucking make excuses about shit. Yeah. I don't know, dude, like life's tough. Everybody could be a piece of shit. uh, If you want, I mean, I don't know, like I could have turned out one way and I don't think a lot of people would have been very surprised if I'm being honest and I didn't. So, Mm I don't feel bad for this dumb broad who has her first job. Mm-hmm. Don't live in New York City if you don't want to ride the fucking subway, too. Like, you can literally live wherever the fuck you want to live. Yeah. Like, you can. You can. I, for I, sure. I've done it. You've done it. But you can go live wherever the fuck you want to do. It. Right. Um, yeah, dude, just insane. I watched that poor little blonde girl crying on her couch. She doesn't want to work out. <laughs> Well, the best is maybe, I don't know if you've seen the one, the waitress who has a marketing degree. She's 25. She just graduated. She's in her car and she's like, but you know, I have a marketing degree, but I can't get a $200,000 job because I don't have any experience. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, the degree is the experience. And it's like, boy, Mm -hmm. entitlement is fucking running rampant. Mm Mm-hmm. I think if you come across an entitled person, you should be able to punch them in the face. <laughs> sure. I just bring them down a lot. Like, welcome back to reality, you know? <clears throat> oh, snap back to yeah. reality. Oh, there goes rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Life is tough, right? Yeah. It is. It's It's hard. It'll knock you down every fucking day if you let it. No doubt about it. Um, get a helmet, right? Hell yeah. We talked about that last week, yeah. right? Life's tough. Get a helmet. I'm too pregnant for this shit. Um, we're all going through it, right? I think everybody's going through it. I, I, uh, I have a, I have some mild sympathy for like pay, right? I, sure. I, I mean, everybody's first job sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I can't afford an apartment and all this shit. I couldn't either. That's why I lived with right. four dudes. 
Right. You know, and it made it real tough to date and all yeah. those things. But like, that's the grind, right? If, if everything was easy, like that, you would have find no satisfaction in it. You know what I mean? And 10,000% dude. I'm so glad you said that the way you did. I've said that so much the last three weeks, like about like, just like to the kids, like how tough our season's been and how shitty it's been. But then we won with the backup quarterback and all these other backups last week. And it's like, yeah, but that was fun. Wasn't it like, mm-hmm. fuck that. I mean, yeah. Beating dudes by 60. That's cool. And we could, if we were healthy, but we're not. And we just took a fucking 14 year old and he got his first varsity win. That was fun. Right. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah like, I, I love the way you phrase that. Part of the pleasure is, is the grind. And if, and that don't get me wrong like that sucks like there we all have our days of like fuck this i still do right and i'm 20 plus years into my career and i'm doing okay you know what i mean but like i still have those days where like i can't believe i gotta do this shit and you know blah 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 right we all bitch about you know having to do expense reports or Insert whatever mundane task that you're asked to do on short notice. You know what I mean? 100%, Um, dude. But the, you know, it's, it it was a, it's a quote from the movie, right? Like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Right. And right. When you put in all that work and then you finally achieve your success, it's, it means so much more like at the end of the day. Absolutely. You know, just having things handed to you that, and that's it. I don't know, man. Like, I, there's a lot, I do find some benefit in like the way a lot of things are now for people and like understanding like the struggle and mental battles people face and whatnot. But I do think like we do, there's probably a little bit too much coddling, right? In that people aren't prepared for hardships, which, if we're being honest, that's most of life is a hardship. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like getting married and like starting your life with somebody for the first time is hard. And then having kids is hard and you're tired and you don't know when you're going to fucking sleep again. And then the kids get sick and how am I going to pay for this? And, so on and so forth but you just keep at it one foot in front of the other man and like find those things that keep you grounded and like get you back to even doing something like this right like right the the mental boost i get from doing something like this like helps me reset and like get back into the week and you know puts me in a positive attitude and all those you know like you got to find those things work out fucking do yoga meditate i don't give a shit but find your find your thing you know what i mean i don't know the money thing's a whole another fucking thing. Like I feel bad for I do feel bad for kids and the cost of college now. Like I do feel oh, like for sure. that has it's been stupid. We've had that talk a million times. That's right? fucking insane. I couldn't comprehend yeah. that. No. But you're right. You don't have to also there's things you can do. You don't have to have a super swanky apartment in New York City. You for know? sure. Like, Hey, you know, you're not going to make shit on your first job. Go find somewhere affordable to live. You know, you got to make sacrifices, but then you get to a point where you're like, like you said, dude, 
I mean, not having shit has made having shit cooler or for sure being able to go buy whatever the fuck I want is way cooler now because there was a time that I couldn't buy whatever the fuck I wanted. hundred percent, right? like, man. Yeah. Like that's, that's part of the, that's what makes life fun. And when you're you, in you that grind it. and like that job you have, like, isn't able to provide what you want. You have go find a different one. Yeah, go find a different one or go get another one instead of going out, right? Like, go get another job. Like, set yourself up for success. Like, struggle for a couple years. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not – and that's, like, the worst part of social media is there's so much of seeing everybody else is successes. Oh, yeah. That makes you feel like a failure. A hundred percent. And if you let it, right? A hundred percent if you let it, but I, and yeah, it, it's easy to see it though, right? And yes, I empathize with people like I, I understand people who can't, or at least I, I, I want to say like I understand how some people can't see past it because that's so much of what we see now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you just yeah, I most most people fake it on there. So 100%, think, right? 100%. And that's man. the worst that's the worst part. And I was just thinking about this kind of uh, not a lot this week, but you keep seeing more and more of these people that are just like always streaming their lives and that's their life. Yeah. And then I not so much like, I mean, we create content, right? So like, not that that's so crazy, but to me, it got me to think on the other side, think of the people that are just constantly watching these streams and they're literally just living that person's life right? because of whatever reason, whether they're scared to go do their own thing, whatever. Like we're in such a wild fucking world and you can be on, whichever side of the screen you want to fucking be on, man. For sure. For sure. I bet. And I'm sure there is studies that have been out there. Right. But I, I bet if you tracked your, you know, how do I, how did I feel today at the end of the day? If you just like wrote that down really briefly, like you don't have to write a paragraph, but like felt good, felt like shit or good day, bad day, you know, mediocre, whatever. And then you went back and looked at how much you were on, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or X, whatever, right? I bet there would be a correlation. Like if you were on those things for three hours, they probably almost directly correlate to you feeling like shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure they do. It's not even close. It's not even close. Sad. Sad. Sad shit, man. All right. Well, what is Gen Z? Do you know? I did. I looked it up. Gen Z is uh, 97 to 2012, so 11 to 26. Okay. Millennials are almost you to 81 to 96, Mm. and then Gen X is 65 to 80. Yeah. I'm in, like, this weird... And You're on the line of Gen X. There is, like, a term for us. That were like 78 to 82 because Mm. we were raised so like 
we were generally raised by people who were so like non-technology driven yeah right and then we grew up and like came of age in the time of technology and it's like we don't know where to fit in <laughs> right and anyways anyways moving on <laughs> yeah i feel that yeah you know i feel that like our entire childhood was without technology and then our adult life like once we started it it like was introduced and that's what i feel like is crazy about like my life is that i've constantly grown mm-hmm. with all the technology mm-hmm. like we had vhs and we rolled into fucking dvds right yep. like it's just like constantly progressed over my life right just crazy mm-hmm. someday it'll all be nothing yeah, well, we're in a simulation, so it doesn't even matter. Mm. Your ears starting to hurt with your oh, new headphones, sure, there, boss? For sure, hundred percent. Yeah, got to take one out. Check out now, these bad boys. Wireless Beats. I got an alert this morning. Nice. While I was having breakfast with the coaches. Fifty percent off. Ooh. Ordered them on Amazon. They were here before I got home. Wow. Love living in a metro, uh, but they were only a hundred bucks. Charge them up. Bluetooth beats. Bing, bing, Feel bong. good. Feel good. Look bing, good. bing. That's yeah, I got, right. I got my, my Bose's uh, bit. Yeah. Anyways. All right. I got one more thing. Okay. There's a question uh, proposed by avid listener Peter Hill. Okay. Shout out. Uh, he, he sent it to a group text, and I really got to think. I'm like, damn, maybe. Uh is Phoenix the best sports city in America? No. Okay, so here, I know you can say no. Like, you're really fast to say no. That's fine. But since I've lived here, I talked about it last week, I've seen a Super Bowl, World Series, NBA Finals. There's also two college bowl games. Okay. A major a major golf event. Yeah. Two NAS two NASCAR races. They have all there's all of the teams: NHL, NBA, WNBA, yep. NFL, MLB, right? Everything. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's a sports book now in just about every corner of the metro. That's tight. That's a. An interesting I mean, I, like, 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 maybe not like in the fact of like Phoenix sports being good, but as a sports fan, is there really anywhere better to live than the Phoenix Metro? Mm. And I would have to say no, just because of all the shit we have. Because you're always going to get a top tier bowl game, right? Like that's sweet. You love college football. The festival is New Year's six. Yep. So you're going to get a good one. Yep. Super Bowl comes every so often. We have March. We have the final four here this year. The open is a beast in of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. Yeah. I, hmm. It's good thinking, good talking points there. Cause I immediately just went to like your sports teams. Right. Right. Yeah. No. So it's like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, the but, Phoenix teams generally suck. And I, I mean, and I'll throw in for you, right? I'm going to add to your argument. You got spring training. 
that that was also on the list. That's dope of as fuck. Most of the spring training. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, you can go catch. You know, you can go watch big leaguers for five bucks. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you can golf year round. Like desirable places to live. It's up there, especially for me. And and throw on being a sports fan, right? Like you get the weather. You can golf almost year round. Um, you got the mountains close by. Gambling. At your fingertips. Yeah. Uh, that too. Yeah. We have legalized gambling and the the sports book really adds it. And I'm excited. I might have to go on Saturday, just sneak over there for a little bit, and I won't have to put a game plan together. Mm-hmm. Go see go see the DraftKings book. Just open have up a beer, a watch college football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally across the street. So um you make a good argument, and I would have to put more thought into it. I'm trying to think of, like, other cities that have traditionally events outside of their sports teams in their area, right? And the first one that comes to mind is New Orleans. Sure. Right? They all, you know, so they have the Sugar Bowl. Almost always have, you know, they're in the Super Bowl rotation on the regular. Um, yep. They have legalized gambling. They have a casino downtown. Final four. Final four all the time. Super Bowls, college football playoffs. Uh, they lack a hockey and baseball team. That stinks. They get That's hit by shit. they get hit by hurricanes. That sucks. Uh, they do have yeah. Canal Street and Bourbon Street, which is nice. But then the rest of the city sucks. So, okay, let's. Throw them out. What other cities are in rotation? Uh, really? I mean, Miami. Miami. Miami's up there. Good golfing LA weather. is always in the rotation. LA, yeah, LA, LA comes to mind because they have so many sports teams. You got the beach. You can get into the Sierra Nevadas fairly quickly. Um, but then you're in LA, right? You know, it's tough. It's tough to say no. I it really is. It It really is. It is. I didn't think it would. I was. I was generally with you. I was like, no way. And then we kind of started having the same talk, and I was like, yeah, dude, it might be. It might be. What and where else would like there's a little and I think the biggest thing is that I understand like all the other metros obviously have transplants, but no other metro has transplants like this. And then when all the other teams come here, it's not like for that team. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. everybody is always rooting and you have all four major five, I guess. Pro yeah. sports coming to town. For sure. And so you got a good chance to see your team. I've been to a Vikes game out here since I've lived here. Yeah. Uh, can go see, I've been to a wild game out here. Uh, I haven't seen the twins. I think we're here, but we were back home around the fourth. But I mean, and the Cubs are here a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, dude. I just think, yeah, man, this is a, uh, and then the sports book aspect is huge. And you can go to D1 everything in Tempe, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean. For sure. Yeah, it's, 
it's a it is a it is tough to argue against that i'll say that right straight up it is just tough to argue again and i think more than anything it's the i think the thing that puts it over the top for me is like the golf spectacle that occurs right it's not just a tournament no no right it's it, the biggest yeah because you know you could you know you could okay well let's take la you could throw in you know the riviera you know the genesis open whatever you want to call it um and i'm sure there's a tournament or two you know you go down to florida you got you know bay hill and a couple of those tournaments down there that are that are huge but i don't know man like i don't know florida well, sucks like, you know california you sucks keep, <laughs> so yeah and we just keep talking about it like that not that everybody wants to but the ncaa um Golf tournaments are usually here, mm-hmm. um, and tons of. I mean, like not just them. I mean, you can go watch low A or high a ball teams all the time, right? Yeah. Especially like now. Yep. Um, and then college baseball in town a couple times a year, just different classic things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's just it. Tons of rodeo down here too. Like if that's oh, something that like, I mean, like the list yeah. just keeps going on and on. Yeah. Yeah. It's because there's not many cities that get the kind of like national attention stage on a regular basis from like the football, basketball standpoint, right? Like with their right. traveling circus. And then right. you talk on, you tack on, you also get the national stage with the golf, which is huge. So I, again, it's, it, I, I have, would have a tough time arguing against that. And so I retract my instant no. Which I understand because I didn't get to clarify. You just were really fast yep. uh, on the no. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Good one. Good it's one. Golf Phoenix. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you with a hypothetical. All right. Okay, and we'll end it on this. So your friend takes you to a casino and gives you $50 to gamble with. Okay. You're broke ass, all right? Sure. You win $100,000. How much do you give them? Split it. Ooh, I love that. Good for you. Yeah, I think it's split it. Let's let's say, right? Because first off, fifty dollars is such an insanely low amount of money. <laughs> it really is, right? As like, a as an avid slot machine puller, you ain't getting far. No, but that you're you're talking maybe thirty minutes to an hour worth of gambling if you're stretching. Literally, you'd have to play jacks or better quarter a hand, and hope you hit something to get you up to like a hundred bucks. Right, and then you'd go over and maybe play right. like a three dollar a spin. Right, nothing's guaranteed. No, you're just pulling. So, so now let's 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 add a loop or a, a hitch to this scenario. 
Because if yeah. you're in that spot, chances are if somebody gives you fifty dollars, they don't have a ton. Otherwise, they would have given right. you more, right? And sure. you don't have a ton because you took money Get from the somebody. $50. <laughs> um, so if you're in that spot, in all likelihood, say you get up 200 bucks, right? Sure. It, chances are at that point, you're like, all right, look, I'm going to pull 100 off the table. Hey, Rick, here's your money. Yeah. Right? Like you pay him back. Yeah. And they're like, thanks, sweet. Cool, appreciate it. Then you go on to win forty nine thousand eight hundred dollars. After that, what do you do? Crazy. Then that's yours. I mean, I guess. I mean, honestly, though, like realistically, like you're in the casino. I'm probably splitting a lot of that. Yeah. Here, I mean, here's I win. I win a lot less dollars. Sure. And we go, and. Connell, like, oh, okay, she'll lose money. And then every time I win, it's just like I walk over and I'm like, here, go gamble with this. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just kind of how I'm wired. Like, if I if I hit the lottery, you hit the lottery too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, sure. Like, especially yeah. if we're all in Vegas or whatever, and it's like, hey, okay, I didn't just win a hundred thousand dollars. Like, right. let's let's go have fun. Right. You know, whatever. For sure. I think I think if I was in that spot and you're talking a hundred thousand dollars, right? Because you again, I think we've established we do not have money. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know in what I mean? In this hypothetical of of us talking. In this hypothetical, the people who are handing it out and who are receiving right. it are broke. <laughs> um, right. uh, and that's a good bro. Or chick who's like hey man here's 50 bucks right go have fun like we're all here to have fun i don't want to see you just I'd ha i hate seeing you just standing there watching us gamble because you had a bad right. year or whatever right so that's a good dude all right um i'd like to think if i'm in that scenario uh we are going to absolutely fucking blow through fifty thousand dollars in the next two or three days Oh, for We're sure. going to have the time of our fucking lives. Like, dude. Not even close. Like, this isn't going to change. Like, 100000 bucks. like, yeah, we're broke, but we can't quit our jobs and retire forever. So let's just go have an incredible weekend uh, and live it the fuck up. And then. 100%. Yeah. Let, hey, man. I'm going to be a bro back, a good dude back, and I'm going to give you half of what's left. You know, but we're going right. to blow a lot of it that weekend, without a doubt. Absolutely. Uh, every time I've gone to Talking Stick with Ty, we always say, if we hit a big one, we're taking a PJ to Vegas mm -hmm. tonight. We're going to ride it there. Like, okay, I'm in. Like, also, what a fucking story. Like, that, at the end of the day, that's all you have. Yeah. Right? Like Life stories, so. man. Yeah, life so, is made up hey, of your stories. Remember that time we we're at fucking Casino Arizona, and I put a hundred bucks in and did max bet, and we won two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and we got on a sixty thousand dollar PJ and mm. went to Vegas and blew another sixty grand in two days. Yeah, wasn't that fucking crazy? You know, like how dope was that, dude? You guys will live on that, that story insane. for ten years. Easily, easy, hell yeah, easily, man. hell yeah. So. I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good hypothetical. I have a bunch of them just saved up, ready to fly. All right. Oh, yeah. You got anything else, dude? Nah, brother, I'm good. It's good shit. We got... Good shit. Interesting. We can kind of talk through a hair on the pod before we wrap this up, but we got, what, one more week of this? And then figure out what to do next. How do we want to... Yeah. You know, so maybe we kind of brainstorm here for a couple minutes and let some people give us some thoughts as well. You know, Yeah, like, I don't know if people, especially now that we're doing the two, mm-hmm. to do like the little betting thing, Yeah, which is also cool that we're doing two a week. Do we continue to do Sunday nights for the rest of time? Drop on Wednesday, do a Thursday afternoon, drop on Friday, just a little quick, quick piece. Um, do we... What does that look like after football? Because that's 99% of what we bet on. Really, our bets go away real quick after football. We'll bet on golf for a little bit, and then we're like, mm-hmm. all right, we're done betting for him. You know what I mean? The summer so, gets tough with the betting. But then do we change the betting thing into, like, a weekly draft? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, who knows? Interesting. Um, do we win the lottery three times and we – go live on YouTube every day and do this for a living. I don't know. Um, the, the possibilities are truly endless, Yeah, but yeah. I would be curious to the people who listen for sure. People we make this for, do they like two a week? Do they hope we get back to just one? Right. Uh, personally, I enjoy the sun. Nope. There I'm you back. Go. You're back. You enjoy the Sunday night. Yeah, I like the Sunday night record. I like the Thursday afternoon. I also so I also enjoy the Sunday night record. I don't like the Wednesday drop. You don't. I feel like and this is strictly from a thinking about shit to talk about. Sure. Right standpoint. Um I feel like if if we keep the Sunday night, I would probably want to move it to drop like on Monday. But you drop I'll, Otis. I can, switch on, I can switch that to whenever. There's no. Yeah, no, you could. There's no set like, oh, my God, it has to come out Monday. And they could both fucking come out Monday. It doesn't matter to me. Um, that's, and I mean here real quick. I mean, I'll I'll be be pushing out GPYNM whatever too. Yeah, that might move from Tuesdays. So yeah, so like in in my my Otis stuff is very that's not um timely, right? Like the stuff we're talking about because where I where I struggle and we I feel like I've mentioned this to you right is like we talk about it on Sunday and then it comes out Wednesday. And then it feels like we have like two days to think about what to talk about so that when it comes out Wednesday, it's still relevant. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, no, yeah. I'm for example, it. like with, with respect to this episode, like we spent 40 minutes talking about the Vikings. Well, you know, if you're a Vikings fan, um, you've probably heard all of those takes 300 times by the time this Some came ways. out. You know what I mean? And so... Did, did we fair. just waste somebody's time? You know, so like part of me thinks like if we do that, which I'm totally down with because I also enjoy kind yeah. of like the 
Sunday night and then a quick, you know, 30 minutes on Thursday, bing, bang, boom, right? Uh, if we did that and we dropped it Monday, and then it's a little bit more spaced out, right? Like it gives right. some time in between to from one to the next. I don't know. Right. Something to think about. Absolutely. Something. Something to give us some feedback on. To ponder. Let us know. What do y'all like? Yeah. yeah. Let us know. What do y'all like? Would appreciate that. All right, dude. Well, um, with that, let's wrap it up. What do you say? Let's, let's go get after it this week, dude. Good timing, too, because it feels like the internet connection is getting quite rocky. So, it yeah, is. with that, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. means the absolute world to myself and to Bennett. We we truly appreciate it. We appreciate engagement in, on any and all levels, whether it's text messages or uh, commenting on anything that comes through in the socials. It's a lot of fun. So appreciate yeah. it. Keep it up. Um, yeah, and until next time, everybody be good. Ben, do your thing, my man. Appreciate y'all. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, back to you. Just like my privacy It ain't nothing wrong If you choosing not to ride with me I got a sidekick You know how Batman robbing me Oh Bonnie and Clyde My feelings is down to ride I just say the word The dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word The shorty say give me dance Oh that was your girl She screaming my government <laughs>